Welcome back to this second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. Now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. And we're back. It's Leading Edge Medicine brought to you by Longevity Medical Clinics. And our last caller was wanting to uh, get a blood test and get that ordered. I'm guessing wanted to maybe take it back to his doctor and have uh, some things like hormones balanced. And you know what? Uh, medical doctors don't do that. That's why longevity is here. Yeah, most Right? Of. You know, what people lose track of is that medicine has become very specialized. Mm-hmm. If you were having chest pain and thought you were having a heart attack, would you call your child's pediatrician? No. Why not? Uh, because it's a medical thing for a heart. Because, you need to yeah, go to a heart, your heart So you go see your cardiologist, right? Yes. Yeah. And if you needed your gallbladder out, would you go see your psychiatrist? No. Right. If, okay. <laughs> I call Dr. Mixon. <laughs> if, actually, I used to do gallbladder surgery, yes. but I don't anymore. Uh, but the reality is that longevity medicine is a specialty. Just like surgery, psychiatry, you know, endocrinology, cardiology, pediatrics, obstetrics, we are medical specialists in the aging process. That's what we do. And when you take, even if you can get our lab work done and you take it to your primary care doctor, he is not going to give you the interventions that a longevity specialist would give you because he doesn't have that knowledge base. Okay. He has a specific knowledge base for his specialty, but we are a different specialty. And that's something that uh, people often lose track of. They say, well, you know, I, what, what do I go tell my doctor to do? Mm-hmm. And my family is, if you got to tell the doctor what to do, you got the wrong yeah, doctor. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. But, you know, it's not the doctor's fault. You're asking him to do things outside of his specialty, and he doesn't have that specialized knowledge base. The other thing I, you know, this fellow is clearly worried about the cost of getting the test done. He wants someone else to pay for it. But <clears throat> if he goes to, to LabCorp and gets our lab panel done, it's about $2,500, $2,500 out-of-pocket cost. If he comes to us to get it done, it's under $600. That's right. We do it in-house. Because I own the lab. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I can do it a lot cheaper and charge him a whole lot less. The thing is, though, that we only do it for our people. We don't do it for the general public because... I don't make any profit on it. Mm-hmm. And my staff wants to get paid. Oddly enough. Yeah. You know, what, the landlord like wants to get paid. The reagent <laughs> companies want to get paid. The equipment company wants to get paid. And my staff wants to get paid. So 
we can't give away services to the whole community. We keep the cost low for our patients so we can do longevity medical clinic as the most comprehensive but lowest cost longevity clinic in the country. Mm. Okay, We do what we do less expensively than anybody else. There are longevity companies out there charging a hundred thousand dollars a year for what we do for six. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's mind boggling. Mm. So anyway, that's my spiel. There you go. And here at Longevity, something that we've been offering since the beginning and continue to do is offer that free health analysis appointment. This is pretty much like the first step for you to come on in and find out what uh, your life has done to you so far. Dr. Mixon likes to say that. See what's going on. Uh, Get some medical history uh, and do two tests, a blood test and an in-body test. And what this will tell the doctor is if you were at risk for things like cancers, joint degeneration, brain shrinkage, uh, sexual dysfunction, dementia, heart disease, diabetes, all of these things that could be down the road or could be happening to you. And that's why it's important to come in to longevity and get that blood test and find out what's going on. You get 70 pages. I got 71 pages <laughs> of information about what's going on in your body. And, and they are not just going to hand this to you and say, see you in a year. No, you get a, an hour with the doctor to explain that this is what's happening. This could be happening if you stay going in this direction. You're going to continue to go downhill and and feel horrible. Wouldn't you want to be leaner? Stronger, faster, faster. leaner, smarter, sexier, and happier. <laughs> he did that way faster than me. <laughs> yes. Well, let's do that one again, Dr. Mixon. Leaner, stronger. Stronger, no, strong. stronger, stronger faster, faster, leaner, smarter, sexier. Which makes you happier. That's right. Or if you decide not to come to longevity, nope. what's going to happen is you'll get slower, fatter, weaker, dumber, and sexless. And we don't <laughs> want that. Absolutely not. Get in for your free health analysis appointment. Okay. It's the first step in taking control of your health. Here's the number to call. It's 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866 866- Eight six young. You can also go to our website. In fact, you'll see some videos there. You'll meet the doctors. You can get lots of information and find out what you can do. Uh, it's a great place to go. Lots of good resources for you. LMClinic.com. You can also get your free health analysis appointment there. Simply click on the button that says free health analysis appointment, and then it will take you to our calendar. You pick the day and the time, even the location of a longevity medical clinic we have three in linwood tacoma and kirkland pick the time and the place that's best for your schedule and let's get you in so you can start feeling better okay that's lmclinic.com that stands for longevity medical clinic lmclinic.com or give us a call you can do that right now at 866-86-YOUNG all right. Uh, we're going to get to some more calls in just a moment. But Dr. Pentland, let's talk about something that, it, well, it's, I don't understand it because I'm not a doctor, but BPH. Mm. This is something you, you are just so passionate about. Well, yeah, I've been learning a lot about it lately. Um, and what is that? It's benign prostate hyperplasia. Okay. Uh, per- proliferation of um, prostate cells. Okay. Right. Which happens as we get older as men. And, uh, you know, I, I was learning a lot about this, and uh, I've learned a lot, but the patients, I think, respond um, not to how much you know, but to how much you care. And that's why I yes. wanted to share 
this on the radio because we had a we received a call from a 70 year old gentleman who was interested in getting sound wave therapy for his bph okay uh and it was severely slowing his urinary stream he said he felt like he was almost completely obstructed mm. right his physician said he had two options either get a resume or some other widening procedure or a, a pae a prostate artery embolization he wasn't thrilled with either of those choices. Oh, okay. So we came to us. <laughs> well, we do a sound wave thing, but it's for something else, right? For ED? Correct. Yeah. Okay. The Viasure machine we use for the erectile Viasure, function. Yeah. But uh, he saw a clinic in Southern California that was doing this for BPH. Wow. So he sent me some materials, an article, a journal article, and some websites. I reviewed the material and saw it was going to take a little investigation because their machine that they were using is a little different than the hmm. one that we use which ended up being significant. I'll go into that later. But So I came up with some analogous settings uh, for our machine and performed the normal erectile function treatment, but with additional uh, treatment at the end for prostate. Well, the results were pretty extraordinary. Actually. Wonderful. Uh, the article that they used uh, did a uh, international prostate symptom score, both before and after treatment, to track progress for the patients. And a high score is a lot of symptoms, and a low score is light symptoms. And with a max of 35, his symptoms dropped from 27 to 8 in six sessions. <gasps> wow. That's, that's pretty significant. By two-thirds. That's a big yeah. change, yeah. It's very wow. significant. And if yeah. that can help him, perhaps. Yeah. It should help a lot of guys. Yes. His biggest improvements were in intermittency and uh, complete bladder emptying. Wow. So he said he felt um, he already noticed a difference after the second treatment. Wow. Okay. And he got six treatments. Yeah. Okay. And with a dramatic improvement. So, yeah. And, you know, that's really neat because prostate interventions have either been drugs that have a lot of side effects Mm. or surgeries. Mm -hmm. And usually the the drugs don't really fix the problem. They alleviate some of the symptoms for a while. You still pee better. But as the prostate continues to grow, it gets to the point the drugs don't work anymore. And then you have to have surgery. This is a guy who's close to obstruction from the from his score, and yet with six painless treatments, he basically zipped right down and is now urinating well again. And you know, uh, there's something important to mention here. I think because okay. uh, something that improved his results over what the article showed, because those people in the article had an average of about 11 points improvement, he had 19. Wow. And and I think that's partly because of the software technology on our machine. So uh, it's because of our device. Correct. So the the machine that we use, the Viasure, is one of the few you know FDA cleared low intensity electrohydraulic acoustic wave platforms in North America, mm. and uh, it's cleared to do you know activate connective tissue, increase local blood circulation, relieve mild to moderate musculoskeletal pain. But they found that the amplitude and the pressure of the wave, as well as the timing and energy density, are all very important in producing optimal therapeutic effects. Okay, wow. So just to describe a little bit, the acoustic pressure compresses and extends the target tissue in a very short period of time. Okay, the the, those are the sound waves that they're using. Right. Okay. And it activates the cellular membranes, proteins, and receptors, even in the nucleus of the hmm. cell. Uh, and the soft wave acts differently than... Uh, a standard ultrasound or radial pressure wave. Our device distributes the waves into a broader treatment area in an elliptical pattern and optimizes coverage and depth. Wow. 
Right. So the journal the journal article used a radial sound. Uh, sound and what's the difference between radial and elliptical? Right. Yeah. So well, it obviously worked well, but it it has a high concentration of energy at the surface ah. and and dissipates quickly into the tissue. So you don't get as much depth okay. at high energy. But you can't use a higher energy because of risk of damage to the surface. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that means because of that limitation, the soft wave, elliptical shape wave is, uh, is, you know, because it has a wider area, it can go deeper with more energy, higher pressure, but without tissue damage and also um, without even significant discomfort. Okay, that was the big thing I was going to ask. It's like, wow, this is big stuff happening, and the discomfort level is so much different, right? Well, I think, yeah, and I think the the takeaway message here is, for the first time, we have a a way to improve prostate symptoms without the drugs or the surgery. Mm. Now, the question, of course, is how long will this buy the guy? Is it going to buy him a year, five years, 20 years? Who knows? Uh, because it's brand new technology, mm. and we just don't know yet. Mm. We'll find out. Okay. But if I was having trouble urinating, if I was told I had a big prostate and somebody's talking about doing surgery on me, if I had a choice between surgery and its potential complications and lifelong changes in my sexual activity or this, I'd, I'd try this first. Try this I would send my husband helped. here. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And then ask for the device like the Viasure, which is All obviously right. better than other sound wave devices that are out there. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to mention, Dr. Pentland, because of the huge success that you've had in that one patient, we are going to offer this to any radio show listener that is not currently a patient of longevity. Sure. Okay. In part because we want to get a whole lot of people in to get it done so we can put some numbers together yes continue to have success well and and but also it lets us see how successful it is in the long term and how many people get helped yeah yes yeah the current price i think for our uh, six package deal for the BPH standalone treatment is about eighteen fifty. Okay, and then we so can. So it's about three hundred dollars a treatment. Okay, yeah. and then we can do a combination for ED and BPH mm-hmm. at the same time. That'll drop the price of the BPH treatment. So if you have both issues, we can tackle them at the same visit. Then it'll be a total of six treatments. And many men do because BPH Indeed. causes bladder distension, ah. and the bladder distension damages the penile nerves and is one of the big causes of erectile dysfunction. Which, by the way, when we come back. I'm going to comment on. Okay. Okay. All right. And we can do it in all three clinics. Yep. Very good. In our Tacoma Clinic, Kirkland and Linwood, you ask for Viasure, and that's for ED or BPH. All right. Here's that number. I'm going to give that to you real quick in case you're listening going, I want to get this. 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. Tell them you heard Dr. Pentland talking about this on the radio show. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Dr. Mixon has a comment, and we have some more callers, too. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. For the first time in history, you can choose how to age. Call now with your questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770.
No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wife's, my son's, my friend's, and all my neighbor's, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted Best Doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or Advanced Cataract Surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call Edge Medicine as the doctors are talking behind the scenes. Yes. Uh, hi there, I'm Lynette, along with Dr. Mixon, Dr. Pentland, and Dr. Umat in the studio. And Dr. Mixon, you had a comment on yeah, our last well, topic. Well, just, just Dr. <clears throat> Umat's latest riff while the radio is off. Um, you know, Samara Umat is one of the most wholesome human beings on planet Earth. And she just made a somewhat risque comment. I just, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was set. Her face is turning red. She had face giving the okay. Her whole body is every part of her we can see exposed is turned pink. But she just yeah, that was just a comment, and we're we're not going to go there. We want to hear your comment, Doctor Mixon. I think (laughs) you think yeah, that's right. Because I get risque on a regular basis. yeah. Uh, where, where was okay, oh, we were yes. talking um, about the Viasure. Yes, yeah, the Viasure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, men with prostatic hypertrophy uh, often have erectile disorders. And so this is a, a machine that can de- treat the erectile disorder and the prostatic hypertrophy at the, in the same sessions, which is really neat. I mean, that's great. And it's, uh, it saves you a whole lot of trouble. But I did recently come across, in fact, this week, a study that showed that Men who are able to ha- to have sex to ejaculation five times a month or less cut the risk of prostate cancer by over 20 percent, mm. almost 25 percent. But men who have ejaculate five times a week cut the risk of prostate cancer almost in half. Wow. Now, Older okay. men with prostatic hypertrophy that are having sex five times a week are pretty rare. Okay. I don't know where the heck they found the population to do that study. <laughs> but, but somewhere out there, there are some very lucky older men who get lucky frequently. We'll see how that turns out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So anyway, guys, it turns out sex is good for your prostate. And so go home and tell your wife about that. Okay. I mean, they love this. A prescription from a doctor. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> 
Which clinic does that? <laughs> That's right. I Dr. don't know. Mixon. Maybe it's Dr. Pentland has to write these prescriptions for more sex. There you go. I had a patient come in for a Viasure treatment, 92 years old. Yes. My goodness. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Very I good. I think that's great. Yes. All right. Yeah, I mean, we had a caller last week in her 80s standing up for herself. And, you know, your comment was, yes, you need to stand up for yourself. Don't Absolutely. let them shut you out. Yeah. That's great. All right. Let's go to the phones. Are you ready? We have Sue from Tacoma calling in. Hi, Sue. Welcome to uh, quite the lively conversation this morning on Leading Edge. How are you? Hello, Sue. <laughs> Good. Good morning. I'm uh, getting ready to go in for a surgical procedure this week for a hammer toe correction. And I recall Dr. Mixon talking about not going under anesthesia. I'm wondering if you could just uh, speak to that a little bit, if I could, I guess when I get there, have to address with the uh, anesthesiologist or how would Uh, I go about that? Okay, well, I mean, if it's a matter of having surgery with or without anesthesia, give me the anesthesia. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> any day. Now, there are studies where people yes. have done acupuncture, you said. That's right. Mm. But, you and, know, but I, I don't know. I, I don't want a piece of leather to bite on while you, you know, operate on me. Yeah, uh, the wooden spoon. <laughs> right, yeah. I want my anesthesia, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, would there be alternatives, the, doctor? Well, the trick, there's, there's a lot of different ways to have anesthesia. And what you want is a good anesthetic that is as benign and least damaging as possible because the deeper you you go under and the longer you stay under, there are correlations with decreased mental function afterwards. People that go in for coronary bypass surgery, not the stents, but the full bypass surgery where they crack your chest and put you on the bypass pump and the machine is circulating your blood, there is a significant drop in IQ Mm. in virtually all of those patients. Because they're in very deep anesthesia and they're on, you know, artificial circulation. Um, so when I've needed a surgical procedure of any kind, I chat with the anesthesiologist in advance and I tell them, look, I'm old. My brain is more fragile than it was when I was 20. I want the least you can do. Keep me as light as possible. Keep me as well oxygenated as possible while still giving me comfort for the procedure and therein lies the trick and the anesthesiologist is the expert in that um so you know when i when i had the screws taken out of my hip i had a a subcapital hip fracture 20 some years ago and the screws were backing out and had almost come out to the skin and were causing me a lot of pain when i walked and climbed stairs and stuff and so i had screws removed and that certainly helped. Um, but I told the anesthesiologist my, you know, my concerns. And so he gave me, you know, just some IV sedation so that I just kind of drifted off to sleep. And the surgeon used local anesthesia. And, and so he just blocked that local area of the hip. And I gave, had basically sedation with local anesthesia instead of real deep anesthesia. With a hammer toe, they ought to be able to just block the toe, mm-hmm. which is just some, you know, marcane or you know, bupivacaine right in the, the toe nerves. There are four nerves to the toe, and they just have to kind of go up into the metatarsal a bit and block all those nerves, and then toe will be totally numb. And if they use bu- bu- 
bupivacaine or marcaine will probably be numb for six hours or so. But just that area, they may not have just to put her under? Well, just because of anxiety. Regional they, blocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But so they, can block it, they can block you at the ankle and make the whole foot numb. They can just make the toe numb. Mm. Uh, they can just give her some mild sedation so that she's calm and relaxed and doesn't even remember what's going on without putting her totally to sleep. So there are options, and the anesthesiologist is the expert. And so chat with the anesthesiologist. Tell her your, tell the doctor your concern. I said she because the anesthesiologist I worked with for my screw removal was a, was a woman. Mm, okay. okay. Uh, so anyway. Is that helpful for you, Sue? Yes. I mean, is that, um, can I expect to, I guess they come in and visit with you before they... They come in and visit with you before, yes. And, and, and don't just... Don't just accept, hello, I'm your anesthesiologist. I'm going to be putting you to sleep. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you tell the doctor your concerns. Tell them your desires. And remember, they work for you. You don't work for them. They are not the boss. You are the employer. Stand up for yourself, boss lady. Okay? <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to check on that because I am having some anxiety about the whole procedure, not that it's going to be terribly... um well, it's going to involve doing some work on the bones. And any time yeah. you do cuts and grinds and chips on bones, it's going to be uncomfortable for a while. So yeah. this is... Yeah. Okay. okay. But, okay. You know, well, that gives me some good uh, stuff to talk about. So thank you very much. You're welcome, man. All right. Take we care. wish you the best, Sue. Yes. Good luck to you. All right. We are headed over to West Seattle now. And Donna is on the line. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, you guys. Hi. Good morning. How can we help you, ma'am? Well, I have a question. I was just recently diagnosed with stage 3A kidney disease. Okay. And I'm, I'm a nurse, so I'm looking at all my lab reports. And I was wondering if you could... I did a little research, but I couldn't really find out what I was looking for. How serious is that? Serious? I am almost 90. Okay. Ooh. All right. Well, what is your creatinine? Uh, it is 0.99, and it's been around one for the last four or five years. Creatinine of 0. 0.9? That's pretty impressive. With stage 3A? That shocks the hell out of me. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's great. Uh, okay, what's your okay. BUN? What's your BUN and your GFR? It, it normally runs around 20. It's been in the okay, top that's not bad. 18 to 20. Okay. okay. And, and what's your GFR? Is, well, that's my concern. It's down. It's 55 now. Yeah. Okay. Well, normal is 60 and above, so you're, you know, you're, you're yeah. down a bit, but that's not awful. My goodness. Um, okay. And... Did your nephrologist make uh, any recommendations for therapy? Well, I, ha I haven't been back because I just got the diagnosis yesterday. So I um, I did do a, my chart, and I and we'll see him next week. Okay. My potassium has been in the 4.3 range for the last five or six years. So that's All not right. an issue. So I was wondering nasty. about my diet. I, I wanted to talk to you about my diet a little bit. I yes. mean, I can talk to him about my lab I usually eat a banana every day, uh, and I have an avocado three times a week. Okay. I do drink, I do drink green tea. 
Uh-huh. And I have uh, apple cider vinegar daily. And I have a half a cup of V8 juice every other day. And I'm wondering okay. if that's too much potassium. I doubt it. Your I potassium's don't think so. in a, your, yeah. your potassium's in a good level, so your right. kidneys are handling it very well. Right. I think the things okay. to pay attention to are what can damage the kidney further and to avoid those. And so a high-protein diet is not a good thing for you. That's right. So you should okay. limit your protein. And any charred meats, I would probably avoid those because they are damaging to the kidney. And then some schools of thought believe that dairy may not be good for stage 3 kidney disease. So I'd probably avoid dairy. But otherwise, I would say eat a whole diet, wholesome foods, um, maybe not high in sugar. And anything that can damage the kidney, be very careful about medications. The number one, two, and three culprit is always medications. They may put you on medications for hypertension or other things. Antibiotics particularly are culprits. So they cause the creatinine level to go up. Your creatinine is what you want to watch very carefully. You're very fortunate it's in a very good place right now. The EGFR of 55, to be very frank with you, most nephrologists don't worry about that. That's actually a very good EGFR for them. You don't want to let it drop. And so your goal right now is be careful of supplements, nutrients, medications, and foods that might make it worse. Avoid them. Hydrate yourself well. And then um, exercise regularly. You know, the numbers you've given me so far tell me that you got a great chance of making it to 100 plus. So well, yay! I, I kind of <laughs> hope to live to be a hundred, but you know I'll take ninety five. Okay, um, well ninety five yeah, is a I good start. On, um, I am on uh, amlodipine, uh, okay. seven point five milligrams daily. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's uh, not an issue. Uh, okay. Yeah, helps. So no, I'm you know I am I'm impressed. <laughs> yes. Yes, you got a diagnosis that needs to be watched. You do not have anything that's going to curl up your toes and kill you in the near future. And I fully anticipate that with reasonable care, ninety-five to a hundred is a perfectly reasonable goal for you. <laughs> okay, then I have a question about pregnenolone. Pregnenolone. I heard you talk Preg- about it last week. Pregnenolone. Um, what would it do for me? <laughs> All right. oh. We have to take a break, young lady. They're sitting over here giving me oh. the break signal, but okay. don't worry. Hang, Stay right there, Donna. Hang, hang on. Don't go away. Okay. We'll be right back after this break, and I'll t- talk to okay, you a little thanks. bit about pregnenolone. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. This is Leading Edge Medicine. You stay right there. And we will talk with uh, more with Donna, John, and Rob in just a moment. And we have time for your call as well at 800-465-8770. We'll be right back. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770. And tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control, excellent pricing, and 
excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425 425- 251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. We're back. <laughs> this is your song there, Dr. Mason. That's right. I like this one. This the, All right. Welcome auction. back. The auction. We're yeah, back. Hold on a second. I'll hear another oh, one. <laughs> oh, we're back. Another 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, and it's oh, gone. He took yeah. it away. Oh, oh, the auction. Come on. Dr. Mixon likes seconds. that one. Like we, may, that song. we may end our show with the whole song. We'll see All how right. that goes. We end the whole song. We just well, it's just a little bit more. Fine. All right. So, Donna had another question about the uh, Pregnina loan. And, Dr. Mixon, you were going to address that. And, Dr. Pentland, you had a comment yeah. as well. Dr. Pentland, would you interject your pycnogenol? <laughs> well, so uh, one of the things I've looked at recently, because I've had a few patients with a, a decreasing EGFR, you know, in the high 50s. And this is for kidney disease, right? Right. Okay. There were some good studies showing improved kidney function and chronic kidney disease with pycnogenol, 100 milligram dose. It's an over-the-counter supplement. You can get it most supplement stores. And once a day? What once a day. Okay, yeah. that's our next Pic- mission for Pic- longevity. Pycnogenol. <laughs> what is that? That's an extract of French maritime pine bark. Yep. Oh, you've talked about this before. It's one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've been talking about it for a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't, I didn't get the name. Could you repeat that? It's a PYC. PYC. Uh-huh. N-O-G-N-E-L. Did I spell that right? After write it. Pycnogenel. Well, that's a funny name. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Fine. Fine N-O-G. Mark. E-N-O-L. Yeah. yeah. Right. P-Y-C-N-O-G-E-N-O-L. That's right. There we go. There it is. N-O-L. Okay. Yes. yes. Ask your doctor about oh, pine no. bark, and he'll know what that is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dr. Mixon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. All right. Okay. What were we talking about? We well, were talking we, about pregnenolone. Oh, pregnenolone. That's and what also, you actually, the other thing, too, was um, IV nutrient therapies. We were going to m- maybe right. briefly mention that. Yeah. Well, in fact, you know, they said pycnogenol, and they were pointing to a flyer we have on intravenous therapy. And my first one, <laughs> wait a minute, intravenous pine bark? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 And my comment was, oh, stick with me. Keep up with me. <laughs> I can't hook them up to a tree, you know. That's there we right. go. Yeah, exactly. tree huggers yeah, unite. Yes. That's right. But no, this is two separate things: <laughs> intravenous therapies and pycnogenol. Okay. okay. Um, 
But in this case, pregnenolone is what she was asking about. Yeah, okay. pregnenolone yeah. is a is a pro hormone. It's a hormone that's produced in your adrenal glands, and it's a precursor hormone. You make you start with the mother hormone, which is cholesterol. Cholesterol is is turned into pregnenolone. Pregnenolone has multiple metabolites that are, involve brain function. They make they help you to tolerate stress and anxiety. They help you to sleep better at night, and then it can go down a pathway to dehydroendosterone, which is a anabolic hormone that helps to make muscle and bone and provide energy and strength and enthusiasm, or it can go over to a different pathway to make progesterone which then is one of the primary quasi-anabolic estrogen-blocking hormones that we use for, again, sleep, stress, anxiety, and pretty skin, as well as keeping prostates from getting big. And then that dehydroepiandosterone can go down to testosterone and then from testosterone to estrogens. So there's a, there's a mm-hmm. metabolic pathway. So preg- people with good pregnenolone levels tend to have more robust hormones all the way through because it is a precursor hormone necessary to produce all of the others. If your pregnenolone is low, it's very difficult to make the other hormones. So we use pregnenolone in virtually 100% of our patients because almost everybody over about 40 is getting significant drops in their pregnenolone levels. So it's one of the things we measure every three months in every patient, and we adjust their levels to a safe place. Okay. And so at 90, almost 90, would you think it would be safe for me to take it? Again, we measure your levels and then adjust them. Okay. If you don't measure, you don't, don't know. know. Okay. I, I firmly disapprove of taking hormones and pro hormones without measuring what they're doing in your body. Yeah. That's just so have a playing roulette. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. I gotcha. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, man. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Bye-bye. Oh, I love her chipper young voice. Would I never know. have guessed. 90. I would not have either. No, yeah, I wish no. her all the best. That's Ooh. great. Well, these phone lines are lighting up. We are headed to Vancouver with John on the line. Hi there, John. Hello, John. Hi. Thank you for your military and community service, and I really appreciate your taste in music. It's great. My <laughs> question. My question on the uh, prostate treatment. I need something like that real bad. Mm-hmm. What okay. is the interval of your treatment? It's about once a week. We're doing, but it depends on patient schedule, of course. But typically, once a week. Yeah. And this could be done down in Tacoma. Yeah, mm-hmm. it okay. can be done in all three so, clinics. Yeah. So if he's down in Vancouver, I'm presume Vancouver, Washington, or is that Vancouver, Canada? Yeah, yes, w- Washington. But okay, I don't yeah. know exactly where your clinic is there. I, I was a member there earlier when. Uh, you had okay. a Dr. K down there for yeah. a while. Right. Anyway, and so you would come in anyway, once a week or once every other week for six visits. Six visits. Okay, do you take a shot of the prostate to see the size of it before that or what? No, hopefully you've had that done already. So those are the questions we would ask you at the consultation. So the doctors will consult with you first. You will fill out a questionnaire before they begin treatment. But they can offer you a treatment on the same day as the consult. Yeah. You know, we we could send you off for an MRI of the prostate or an ultrasound of the prostate, but that will obviously take time. 
Okay, which would be preferable, uh, an X-ray or ultrasound? Not an X-ray. Ultrasound or MRI? Ultrasound is very good. MRI, MRI. yeah. Ultrasound is cheaper and pretty good. MRI is very precise, especially if we're looking for, for tumors. Got it. Okay. Thank you very much. That's it. You're welcome, sir. Thank you so much, John. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. You too. All right, going right now to Mount Vernon, home of all those tulips in the springtime. They're gone now. Uh, Rob is there. Hi, Rob. Good morning. Rob. There you go, Rob. Are you there? Okay, you know what? While we're waiting on Rob, let's head back to Seattle now and grab Mark. Hello, Mark. Yes, uh, good morning. Uh, Yeah, I've um, um, had the uh, Viasure treatment uh, successfully um, at your clinic, and uh, my my plans to... uh, Check it out. Uh, kind of uh, fell, uh, didn't work out. Uh, and I, someone mentioned the uh, uh, question of uh, surrogates. Is uh, I, I, you know, you I'm an about, old guy. You're talking about sexual surrogates. Yes. Okay. And uh, I. Um, being an older guy, I um, uh, it's just um, as I said, it, my uh, my plans didn't work out uh, because mm-hmm. uh, the lady had had some medical problems. And uh, oh dear, uh, is there any um, are there any options that uh, you can uh, uh, suggest to me? Uh, okay. In, uh, well, in what? Yeah, in Washington State. Now, okay, let me see if I can clear this up for some of our listeners. I know I'm getting some questioning looks from the ladies in the room. I know Dr. Samir and I were going, I don't think we were on this show when we talked about this. <laughs> well, okay. we didn't talk about it, but, oh, okay. but, but he's okay. brought up a, an interesting subject. Yeah. Because this is a gentleman had some erectile disorders. Okay. He had a, a apparently a girlfriend or a, a lady with whom he thought he was going to have some sexual activity. Mm-hmm. He had his viasure. It improved his yeah, function. Successfully, yeah. But then the lady had some issues in which they weren't able to consummate the act. Okay. And so he's asking about sexual surrogates. Okay. Now, sexual surrogate is is an interesting concept. I know it was quite popular in Southern California for a while, and it's a a a hybrid between prostitute, call girl, and mistress. It's someone who is paid for their companionship and their sexual favors. Uh, in Washington State, I think it would be illegal. Okay. okay. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, well, I, I know what the excuses are, what the reasons are, and that is, you know, they say that well, this leads to con- this leads to to uh, mob control and gangsters, you know, basically forcing women into prostitution, etc. Um, but many European countries, prostitution is perfectly legal. You simply have to be 18 or 17 years old in some countries to uh, to be paid for your sexual activity. A uh, fascinating uh, paper I read a few years ago said that nearly 30% of 
of female college students in Germany had used prostitution at some point to pay for their college. Okay. Um, you know, so it, it is very acceptable in Italy, in in the Netherlands, in Germany, uh, in Scandinavian countries. So much of the world does not object to women basically being paid by the hour for their sexual favors. Uh, they look at it as, well, you, you, you make your living using whatever skills you have. You pay a plumber for his skills and time. You pay an auto mechanic for his skills and time. You pay a young woman for her skills and time. Um, United States, we look askance at that. And in this state, it's against the law. Mm-hmm. California is kind of odd in that they have laws against prostitution, and yet there was kind of a semi-carve-out several years ago for sexual surrogates because if a man had sexual dysfunction of some sort, it was looked at as a medical intervention. She was a therapist who was helping him with his sexual problems. And so she was a surrogate for his spouse. And that made it legal. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and so that's the concept he's he's talking about. Okay. So yeah, it's a very different social approach uh, that we unfortunately or fortunately don't accept in Washington State. Nevada, on the other hand, does. Nevada, it's not a problem. Okay, Mark. That's about all I can tell you, Mark. Information. Have to admit, I have no personal experience. I've just read about it. So. <laughs> Yes, I, I understand. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your call, Mark. Okay. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to see if we can find Rob. Rob, if we got disconnected, please call back. And we do have room for one or two more calls at 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And in just a moment, we're going to talk about something that you've heard the stars do and the athletes do. And now you can do this at Longevity. We're talking IV vitamin therapy. We'll get into the details in just a moment. Stay right there. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call now with your questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And stay tuned for more of the show. If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience. Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or DanielNelsonMD.com. Welcome to the Hotel California. 
Hotel California. The Eagles. Randy Meisner passed away yesterday, 76. Randy Meisner. I called him Roy earlier. Sorry about that. But uh, another very talented member of the Eagles. There you go. All right. We're back with Leading Edge Medicine. About 11 minutes to go. And we have Rob on the line. Rob, thank you for calling back. Rob is calling from Mount Vernon. Yeah. um, So (laughs) not a first time caller. That's okay. Um, my PSA in the last three-ish years has gone from 2.6, 2.9, 3-point this, 3-point that. And as of about a week-ish ago or so, now is uh, hitting 4.3. I haven't okay. changed my lifestyle, diet, anything. Um, still, still living the same way. The only thing that's different... <laughs> is that I've been on uh, Tadalafil or Cialis um, in about that period of time that my PSA level has gone up and that and they you're all just put me on the on that it's you may or may not recall because I have a high neck bar of the medium mm-hmm. lobe um, and so that does help relax uh, the prostate so I can avoid uh, yeah, urinate better you sure so, yeah um and I haven't been taking more than five milligrams a day, even though I think uh, a few weeks ago we talked. You said I might be getting used to it, might have to up it, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. not upping it. And I sometimes take a break, a couple of two days break. I don't know if that's good or bad. Just to so um, and I did have a complete CBC panel done here. Also, I think I mentioned that to you. Uh, my testosterone, even though I know your your tests are like way more comprehensive. Uh, was at about 500 or whatever. So I started to see somebody a couple of times, and she wanted to get me on uh, the implant, which I never did, um, mm-hmm. and probably a good thing because you you didn't recommend it anyhow because you don't know what it is. Uh, but she wanted me to ask my urologist, who in in all cases is one of the top leading urologists in the area, Swedish, and he came back with a letter said, "No, your your testosterone at five, whatever it was, five fifty is just fine, and I don't recommend it." And I have been studying a lot about testosterone, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty convinced my testosterone level needs to get up there okay. at sixty nine and a half years old right now. Right. Okay, well let's let's talk about that. Remember, your urologist works within a clinic that has clinical goals and if you are normal because they don't treat normal people and you are robust for normal okay most men at your age would be down around 250 or so and that is still quote normal and so they would not give you more testosterone we are not after mm-hmm. normal. We are after optimal. <laughs> okay. Right. Our question is, what is the best you can be, not what is normal to be at your age? So for your age, you're better than normal. You're just not optimal. You're not as good as you could be. So right. with us. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to disparage him, but no, I mean, he, obviously he's in the he's, business to, to knife cut. Uh, so stitch all these other things that well, and, and are it's not just that he's to the prostate. He is following the the standard of care. Okay, you yes, got to remember protocol. The medicine today, 
there are two different things going on. One is the treatment of disease. And you do not have a disease, at least your, your, your testosterone level is high enough that it is not pathological. So you are normal. And once you're normal, that's the goal for 99% of the medical community. We are the outlier in that we do not accept normal for your age. We are shooting for optimal, the best a human being can function. So I have a surgeon mm-hmm. friend who, who once described me as the cosmetic endocrinologist. <laughs> because because you're you know, cosmetically you're supposed to get creases and wrinkles and sags as you get older, and the cosmetic surgeon helps you get rid of your creases, wrinkles and sags. All right. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you are supposed to get slower, weaker, fatter, dumber, less sexual. And that is perfectly normal. We don't accept that. We want you stronger, faster, leaner, mm-hmm. smarter, and sexier, not slower, fatter, weaker, dumber, and sexless. So it all depends on what you want in life. If you're going to go to a, a urologist or a, your primary care physician or your internist, you're going to get the kind of medicine they practice, which is the treatment of disease. And as long as you're normal, they don't intervene. Right. And the whole reason I started uh, going to a urologist is uh, four or five years or however far back, not too far back, I ended up having a bladder stone the size of a, a small kiwi. Okay. And the first guy at Virginia Mason, they blasted that out, and but he didn't do a complete job. Then I had to get it done again, and that's when I found the other guy at Swedish. So uh-huh. that was my whole reason. Other um, Prior to that, my doctors have been naturopathic doctors uh-huh. my whole entire life. I've never been on medications. Um, and I'm just, man, I want to get away from scripts and medical doctors. Well, I understand, but testosterone is a prescription. It is a controlled substance, in fact. It's oh, no, not a I le- get that. I get that. Yeah. No, I, mean, I understand I th- that I th- part. I think it's kind of funny. We'll give away estrogen in grammar school for free, but God forbid we have too much masculinity in America. We have to control that testosterone. That you know, makes the male right. toxic, horrible. Forgetting that 50% of the humans on the planet are male, which means... Our drive, ambition, thoughts, instincts, desires, and behavior is every bit as normal as female. You know, we are not women with a penis. We are different creatures. (laughs) One more quick question, if I may, and that has to do, if you had one type of a supplementation to recommend to help improve memory, what would it be? One, only one. Oh my God! Well, I mean, maybe it wouldn't be. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, for a supplement. Uh, have you heard of Have you heard of phenyl phenylalanine? Oh sure, sure, of course. Okay, uh, that's another a long time one. Ago, my doctor, my naturopathic. I'm sorry, my naturopath uh, gave me phenylalanine to try out, yeah. but that was years and years ago. The only weird thing about phenylalanine is. Uh, I don't remember what was happening. I don't know if I was sleeping good or having weird dreams or something. But okay, um, you know, know we got out there and extra strength Prevagen. You hear it advertised on the radio all day long. Yeah, and if you want to be as smart as a jellyfish, I would say take Prevagen. But uh, you know, 
<laughs> though I have never yet met a really brilliant jellyfish. No, no. Okay. okay. Um, so now there there are things that have good data behind them that show that they can can slow and even enhance the function of age related cognitive decline. That's different from dementia, but you know our brains are mm-hmm. just like the rest of you. Just like your muscles are not as strong and you're not as fast, your brain yeah. slows down, and this is a quote normal. We simply don't accept it at Longevity Medical Clinic. Uh, okay. So we we would All put right, you well. on a variety of things, not one thing, a mm-hmm. variety of mm-hmm. things to make your brain function better. Okay. Well, I'm going to hang up because I know there's other people and you're about ready to move on to the other stations. So I've got okay. a few more questions and maybe I'll, right. uh, we'll try them again next time. When I come into the, when I come into the Linwood clinic. All right. Sounds good, sir. Very good. Thanks for calling us back, Rob. You too. And we do have just a couple of minutes left and we do want to talk. Uh, Dr. Pentland, you had a comment to make about that. Well, actually, one of the things that we're doing new at, at the Kirkland Clinic and mm-hmm. is uh, the IV vitamin therapy. Yes, IV vitamin therapy. And what exactly is this for, Dr. Pentland? Well, we're, we're adding uh, B vitamins of calcium, magnesium, vitamin C directly to the bloodstream. So it's a lot more efficient that way. And, you know, for energy boost, mental clarity, immune support, 199 Yeah, well, you know, the gentleman was asking about memory. And I, I find that a lot of people, as they get older, they get slower. They don't drink as much. And sometimes sure. it's just because they're just not hydrated enough. So I, in our clinic, we've treated both younger and older people. Not a lot right now, but this is just new for us. We're just getting started. And so far, all our patients have done extremely well, and they've reported an improvement in energy and stamina. It's good for before travel or after sure. an infection. Mm. I had a patient that you know had food poisoning, and she did really well recovering from that because you usually get dehydrated. Oh, and this is yes. a perfect thing to do after that. Yep. Sure. Okay. Any kind of viral in, uh, illness, you know, patients that have had uh, COVID or are suffering and are, are not getting back on their feet as quickly. And if there's no other contraindication, then we'll do it. Again, this is open to everybody and not just our patients, but radio show listeners too. A medical evaluation will be done first and then we can give you a treatment. Okay, very good. This used to be something only the stars and the athletes would do and now it's something that can be done and has some possible All of effects. your radio show listeners. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here is the number to call to get information about the IV therapy that we're offering. It's 1-866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. That's where you can also get your free health analysis appointment, too. And you can find out more about us by going to our website, which is lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Hey, you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you next month. Yeah, because August is right around the corner. We'll be live back in the studio. Have a great rest of your day.